The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are solely those of the original authors and other contributors. Hey, that's us. These views and opinions do not necessarily represent those of Lot Hype, the Lot Hype staff, and or any contributors to this podcast. Additionally, the views expressed herein do not necessarily represent Drum Corps International, any individual member corps, or any other organization. Let's be honest, they certainly don't. So grab a beer and a shot, take a seat, and let's start the show. Maybe we shouldn't air that. When are you going to come teach these fuckers with the helmets how to scream? You're the music world. You're an English teacher in the music world. That's what you sound like. That's you. That's you know what? You. The Blue Devils don't move and play at the same time. <laughs> they don't! They do! Go watch Fleetie! This is gold. No! <laughs> Jesus Christ! They don't fucking do that! They do! Have you watched so last show, Metamorph? Last show, Metamorph, Trump will keep here. Funny we're in the backfield doing, like, parkour. <laughs> what the fuck is that <laughs> How high are your glasses on your face right now? Are they on your forehead? Well, actually, like, Jesus Christ. You're, you're actually hitting this poor man to death. I am so happy right now. This is fucking brilliant, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> I watched Fellini S today and I was completely ready to concede that the Blue Devils didn't move and play at the same time. And then I watched like multiple complete sprints across the field while they were doing shit that sounded really good. And I was like, oh my God, drums on the rocks is full of shit. No. Yes. <laughs> no. You were ready to concede. No. And then they did one thing. No, they did a bunch of things. Congratulations. Republicans complained for eight years and then they. Oh, my God. This is about band, motherfucker. You pop out. Oh, my God. No, 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 (laughs) no. We can cut that part out. I don't know why you keep doing that. That's just funny to me. Guys, wait, guys. What? What? Do you want to hear a cool part? Why is this happening? (laughs) Man, that's cool. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Sweet Jesus. Fuck. What? Why are you fucking? <laughs> Who are uh, you fucking? Who's fucking? <laughs> no one. That's the fucking That's right. problem. <laughs> no one will fuck us. Right. Damn right, freshman. No one's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> so where is everybody right about now? I know KG is here in Utah with me. Hi. <laughs> Jolly Green, you're up in the D, aren't you? Yeah, up in uh, the Great White North, you know. Is it cold there? Yes, it is very cold in the D. Oh, um, how the fuck are you supposed to keep peace in the D? I. Wow. It's all in. See, then we're right back to the N word. I can't do it. <laughs> oh, right to the top uh, shelf. I see. All right. <laughs> Drums on the rocks. new guy knows it's cold, cold in the D, man. Oh yeah. Oh, are you impressive. are you stuck in Austin all by your lonesome, or did you go back home to uh, the three hundred three? Uh, oh, you. <laughs> 303 was never my home, actually. Fun fact. I, uh, I, I never... 303 a terrible boy band? It was. Yes. But they're... Oh, okay. I mean, it's also the uh, area code for Denver. Um, but I'm I live in Colorado Springs, Fort Collins, and Greeley. Uh, but no, uh, I'm, I'm in Austin. 
Just sitting here in my apartment alone, pining for. Wait! Oh my God, Salad Bar, are you in uh, Wendover? Spoiler alert: No, I am not in Wendover currently. Oh damn it! Oh Wendover, Salad Bar, Salad Bar, you in Wendover? Wendover? God damn it! I hate you so much. (laughs) (laughs) I honestly, I did the first time we did that. I felt a little bad because it was like two straight days of us telling people to tweet at you. Really? Because you were laughing so hard that you did not elicit any response of sadness or regret. And it wasn't just tweets. It was random texts from numbers I didn't know. I forgot about oh, that. So did we give out your phone number? You did. <laughs> no, we were. We didn't give it out to like, we didn't tweet it, but I think we were around a bunch of people and we're like, hey, can you just tweet this guy and ask him if he's in Wendover? Oh, shit. That's exactly what it was. We were in your you were, <laughs> Rox was like, should I give his number to this chick that I met on Tinder? And we were just a collective. <laughs> Is she cool? Uh, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, no, I'm not in Wendover right now, um, but uh, probably sweating his ass off in a goofy ass uh, tank top and boy shorts. Uh, drums down under. It's summer, isn't it? It is. How you doing, mate? It's it's 39 degrees right now. That's like God, that's fucking freezing, man. Something so cold in in stupid people units. Uh, that's like 100. I don't know. <laughs> So you recently, uh, you and your husband went to, where did you guys go for your birthday? Melbourne. 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 I'm from Australia. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, we're terrible. (laughs) So good. Well, happy happy birthday, you old son of a bitch. Let's go ahead and start the show. Welcome on into Drunk Core International Podcast, episode December. I didn't write anything down. Episode Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Episode. Hey, it's Christmas Eve for me. Woo! Christmas Eve. Awesome. Getting drunk. Santa's on his way to mm. Australasia and then he'll empty his sack. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Santa doesn't go there. It's filled with the pores. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the middle of Australia. All the wealthy. He just goes to the coast. Hey, no, they are not called the poor. Get it right. They are called pavos. As in Honestly, poverty. He said Australasia, and all I thought about was Southeast Asia. And let's be honest, <laughs> Santa Claus don't give a shit about Vietnam. <laughs> yeah, those, that's a flyover country. He doesn't care about that. Well, it was a flyover country unless you're John McCain, and then you just, you know, crash into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The worst part is he might actually be dead actually, by the I time like, we put out I this like podcast. People that didn't get captured. <laughs> oh my god! No, it's, like, it's like it's like most drum corps fans. Like they only like winners. Only like winners. <laughs> they don't care about everybody else. I don't care about. Oh, oh god! Unless if it's Star ninety three, then that's when they care. Anyways, uh, the new voice that you're hearing is our special guest, uh, Tarantula Jones. He'll be filling in with us uh, in uh, in Salt Lake City. Uh, let's go ahead and dive into the. We're just yeah, that's his real name, Tarantula Jones, TJ for short. It's on his driver's yeah, license. Absolutely. Yeah. What are you? What are you guys drinking? Oh shit! We can't dive into the serious yeah. bit. We yeah. have to. Uh, sorry, I'm just just really excited to get things going. But um, we'll start that's here in the, in the 801. Your voice, uh, we're drinking the Lord's drink. We've got a fresh bottle of Taka. Praise Cheers him. He's worthy to be praised. Praise mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you guys drinking? <laughs> What's everybody else drinking? Uh, drums on the rocks. 
Uh, I got uh, a nice sampler set of Glenn Morangi from my dad for Christmas because he's rich as fuck. Uh, but my, my shot's going to be Crown Royal. Crown Royal? Crown Royal. Crown Royal. I had a few oh. while we were setting this up. So he's an uh, English teacher, not a speech therapist. Come on, Crown Royal. <laughs> it actually makes me feel a little bit bad because when I hear myself, as we get further and further into episodes, my lisp starts to get a little bit more uh, apparent, and so it's oh, fabulous. Bad. I like it. I like it. it <laughs> sure, it, it it's cheeky and fun. So it is worth mentioning that Tarantula Jones is significant because he was the first person to ever inform me. The God drank Taka. Wow. Oh. Tarantula Jones is also notably the guy who got roasted on Twitter and they photoshopped a knife into his hand. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> crabs and cigarettes. Yeah, the crab and cigarette. Yeah. Oh, awesome. that guy. Most uncool. <laughs> Jolly Green, what are you drinking up in the D? <clears throat> I am uh, enjoying some of... No, I am having uh, a wonderful... <laughs> Labatt Blue, tasting a little bit of Canada. Labatt Blue. (laughs) Because Labatt Blue, baby. That's what's up. For some reason, you said Labatt Blue, and I knew it was Canadian, but I was just thinking Milwaukee's best. (laughs) Oh, God, no. Come on. I'm I'm better than that. That's so cool that that's their best. (laughs) Nothing good comes out of Milwaukee. Have you been to Milwaukee? It's terrible. Milwaukee's best. The Special Olympics gold medalist. Oh, <laughs> uh, so is it still horse racing season down in Australia? Are you still drinking Shiraz? Uh, no, no, that's kind of over. I am sticking to the wine, though. I made, because it's so goddamn hot, I made a huge jug of sangria, and I'm drinking it out of my, well, let's call it novelty size um, wine glass that can fit an entire bottle. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Is it one of those ones where you like just take off the bottom of the wine glass and you screw it on to the top of the wine bottle and you just kind of like pretend that you actually poured it? Are you drinking a wine bottle with a nipple on it down under? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, flash them nips. I made myself a green bag of sangria. I don't give a fuck. All right. That sounds delicious. Let's, let's all pretend that the uh, Soviet national anthem is playing while we do our, our shot and we kick off our episode. Here we go. It just doesn't sound as good now that they have Carrie Underwood doing it. <laughs> you, all, you all remember when they tried to make everyone play America Open Canada at the end of every show? That's what that just sounded like. Yeah. <laughs> all right here we go here we go guys uh, are we in what key is it in uh fuck it b flat everything's in b flat changes it's because yeah. you know what if it was anything other than b flat crown wouldn't have a show Ooh. Hey-o. <laughs> oh. it could be- oh. that's fine world star you know, let's get weird let's play it in that let's put it <laughs> let's put it in f let's do it <laughs> Uh, all right, guys. Like we mentioned earlier, it's been a minute. Uh, thank you so much to uh, you guys for listening to the Drunksgiving episode. That one was that was a lot of work, and so will this one be. Um, thanks again yeah. to Lot Hype for uh, distributing the Drunk Court International podcast. Thank you so much for uh, putting up with us, and uh, make sure you go check out the Lot Hype bracket <laughs> challenge. 
very, very, very exciting things will be going on on Facebook with a lot hype bracket challenge. They have actually asked us to be a part of it. We're going to be voicing some stuffs. And they've told us that uh, we can't use the C word, which is really hard what? for drums down under. <laughs> oh, God. What? Yeah. So, yeah, dr- drums just drums get that just out now. now. Just just go for it. Oh. <laughs> okay. We can't, we can't drop any F-bombs either, can we? They told us Comedy Central rules. Oh, oh fuck that. Yeah, we get a couple of shits and a couple of uh, um, a couple of censored bits. Censorship can be funny. No. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what censorship worked for Arrested Development. A lot of the best stuff there was properly censored. That is yeah. so true. So keep an eye out for that. That's that's uh, coming up. And then uh, hope you have a wonderful Christmas. Hopefully you have a wonderful Christmas Eve. And let's dive into or, it. Um, or, so we're gonna, if or, you're Jewish or if you're Jewish, happy Hanukkah. Hey, we have one right here in the room. Present. I'm sorry. Here I am gushing on about Christmas. Yeah, just because we're allowed to say Merry Christmas again. Ah, Doesn't mean we should. The war on Christmas is still very much a thing that's happening on Boston. I would absolutely die. Oh, yeah. Salad, salad, uh, no. Uh, Fucking Jolly Green and I have said this many times about many things. This is the hill we will die on. Yes. War on Christmas. Also, dear listener, I am trying to talk a, a pretty rowdy cold into submission with varying degrees of success. So uh, there's a switch on this microphone. It's not a cough switch. It's an off switch. But I'll do my best. It's going to be bad. So just just, just cough it. directly into the mic. No, don't. I don't forgive you. We, we don't. Forgive oh, my God. You. Guys, 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 what, what? guys, guys, nice guys, 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 yeah. guys, what? Drinks, miss. Oh, Drinksmith. Drunksmith? Drinksmith. Oh, my God. Drinksmith. Drink. Skanksmith. Skanksmith. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Anyways. God. All right. Should, oh, we, should, we, should we get into Hey, the- guys, remember Ska? That was awesome. Uh, All right. Let's get into Jesus the Christ. Let's do it. All right. Let's just, let's go ahead and dive into the sucky, serious part. So, yeah. uh, Rewind two podcasts to go to the Hopgazi episode. We call out uh, Austin Melcher for being a registered sex offender with the Pioneer Dr- Drum and Bugle Corps, and we call out Pioneer for actually hiring him. So and keeping him on staff for multiple years. And we like to toot our own toot our own horns and say we helped getting him pulled off of the Pioneer Drum and Bugle Corps staff. Um, and now it's it's just hard for me to get into it. KG, do you really want to go ahead and take off into this one? Okay. All right, so <laughs> my mic was all over the place. Scott Atchison, uh, he was a brass staff member at the Cadets. Atchison. I remember seeing this pop up actually before the Austin Melcher thing popped up. Um, somebody sent me a link to a news article uh, that described that he had been caught. Uh, I believe he installed cameras in a room and was watching kids change or something like that. But I checked the sex offender registry. There was nothing to be found. So I didn't, I didn't want to put myself in a position to, for slander or anything like that. I didn't know what was legally correct. We're not journalists. We're a bartender, a grad student, an English teacher, a grad, a graduate and a radio guy. And a Jew. And a Jew. (laughs) Whoa. You can't just be dropping a hard J. (laughs) The Jew said it. Well, you can't say it now. Jew. Yeah, I did. That's our word. All right. I'm sorry. Anyways. I'm sorry. 
Um, so yeah, I didn't say anything. And for the record, I feel now it has come to my attention that he was in fact convicted of this crime. Uh, never made it onto the sex offender registry for whatever reason, but he has stepped down from his position at the cadets mm-hmm. uh, with seemingly convenient timing to work on his doctoral degree. I believe that the, uh, the, the, the release that was given stated it was to pursue a doctorate of some sort, yes. I think, was the reason. Yeah, that thing I just said? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, fine. Kill me. <laughs> oh, Green, I love you so much. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's awfully, it seems like awfully convenient timing to me for somebody to step away after that. That article really caught some traction recently. Mm-hmm. Yep. And if we don't mention, we're cowards if we don't mention it. It was the article was originally published in the Tennessean. I want to say, yeah, that's correct. Um, yes, I, yeah. I don't. I, I, you know, we don't know much about the reputation of the paper. Just it came out. The article's still up. They haven't issued a retraction, as far as I know. Um, and I'm assuming, you know, we have to assume if the newspaper's putting this out there. You know, if it's not true, they I would assume they would have to put print a retraction, take it down, or they'd get their pants sued off. So my whole concern about about tackling it here was that we were going to open ourselves up to slander if, you know, he hadn't actually been convicted. I couldn't find anything following, you know, in line with a conviction because, let's face it, I'm a fucking bartender. I'm not an investigative journalist. No. If I were an investigative journalist, I'd be, I'd be really bad at it. Yeah. So, um, yes. you know, it's come to yeah. our attention that we should have said something. Mm-hmm. So... There you have yeah. it. It's, and you know, that's our bad. We didn't say something when we had the opportunity. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I'm glad oh, to I hear think- that he's, I, th- I think he's doing the right thing, but. Yeah, I think he's doing the right thing, but I also think we did the right thing by not, because like we couldn't find anything. We knew about it. We tried, but we're not going to open ourselves up to lawsuits or anything like that. That's not, that's not something that we can afford. To and do. that's definitely. So we. I was going to say, we, we have had get, people have come. I've, I've gotten Twitter DMs and stuff on Reddit and via Facebook. People have come to us with like, hey, you know, so and so with this particular core is a little shady. You know, certain things have popped up, but a lot of them we can't find supporting evidence for. So it becomes a case of hearsay. And for us to put right. that out there without supporting evidence, we'd say a lot of stupid things, but we. For stuff like that, when it gets into legal matters, we're going to err on the side of caution because we're not a newspaper with a legal defense fund, you know. Yeah, someone may be shady as shit, but we can't. I feel like also we are all drunk enough that anything we say counts as hearsay. (laughs) (laughs) This is not the team that you need to go to when you're looking to find out, like, which is the safest drum corps to march? You don't go to Drunk Corps International. (laughs) <laughs> like we're out to, we're here to call out diddlers they deserve to be called out but like we're really just going off a of shit we heard one time I'm here to do two things drink taco and call out diddlers <laughs> and i'm all out of taco <laughs> wait we're out of taco oh my god no fuck no we're not stop the podcast Never. <laughs> call mini bar. Mini okay that is my god there's no mini bar in salt lake we're screwed <laughs> Yeah, minibar. Actually, yeah, Salt Lake. Get your yeah. shit together. Hey, yeah. Anyways, um, like I've noticed that you know some heat has. I haven't said anything on any social media because it turns out I catch death threats. But like <laughs> the people who have said something about it, they catch some heat for it because you know he's a, he's apparently a very good teacher and as good a teacher as he is, it doesn't save him. No, from, it, it's not an excuse. Being you a paper. Either, 
you can be the greatest teacher mm -hmm. in the world. You can teach uh, anywhere and you still have that well, over your head or you're still doing that. You deserve to be thrown to the hogs. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it doesn't matter how good you are at what you do. You can't watch children change clothes. No, that's. And I, I think one of the other things that really got me about, you know, when, when we brought up the pioneer situation, everyone was like, why are you calling this out? You know, it's not a big deal. And the whole thing was like, you're talking about people in a situation where they're dealing with, underage kids unsupervised for months at a time while traveling around the country where these kids don't really have a situation in which they have a safe way to sort of report that sort of thing. There's no protocols in place with any of these courts to report any type of harassment. DCI is very content to not have any type of policy uh, published about it. They may have their own internal policy, well, but they certainly don't have anything in public about it. I mean, we were wrong about that also. Oh, we were. We're wrong. DCI I'm, DCI requires background checks. It does. Now, it's, it's only been a couple of years, but DCI requires background checks for all staff members. Okay. So here's what that means, though. That means a couple of things. It, well, the big one is it means that they got Austin Melcher's background check and still said it was okay for him to, to staff, mm -hmm. to be on staff with its pioneers. So it's a lot of underage kids, right? Mm -hmm. Well, that's, that, that's two possible very bad things. Number one, they did the background check and decided it was okay anyway. And number two, they didn't do the background check and lied about it, which is an even more like that's even even worse. Right? Yeah. Or I, I don't know which is worse. They're both terrible. They're both. Yeah, I like, think it was the former. Yes. <laughs> Either way, if a bunch of like I said, I, I think I tweeted if a bunch of drunken idiots on Twitter can go out and find this information without much effort. Uh, maybe DCI needs to take another look at their policies. Right. Yeah. As we right. said, we're not investigators and we found this out pretty quick. We're literally drunken idiots. Yeah. That's the best way to put it. It's a drunk bunch of drunken idiots on a bunch of drunken podcasts. A bunch of drunken shit talkers. Yeah. So DCI posted, hey, here's a bunch of rule changes on Twitter, and a couple of them I like, and a couple of them I don't like. Let's go ahead and dive into them. Uh, drums down under, oh, excuse me, drums on the rocks. Yeah, that's very confusing. Uh, why don't you lead us into this segment? No, yeah, it's, there's too many drums in here. There are well, it's, two drums too many. Drums Tarantula Jones. <laughs> uh, so every two years, DCI proposes a new set of rules, and then every staff member who's at their Congress votes on them, on which ones actually get to be voted on by the board of directors or whatever this year there are nine proposals um so you guys okay. you guys just want to go through each one of them and uh give our opinions do it sure yeah that sounds great for sure <laughs> the first one uh proposed by brad furlano of the blue stars is to increase maximum membership to 154 which is the summary is currently set at 150. This four member increase is proposed as a way to give court more flexibility to set the number of performers in each section as they see fit. Designers and caption heads would no longer have to lobby for the desired number for each section. Cores would be able to have 80 brass and 40 guard without having to sacrifice a standard size percussion section or conductors. So my biggest complaint about this uh, as as someone who was around when they upped it from 135 to 150, is that they up it four members so that they can have 80 brass and 40 guard. But if you're designing drill for a brass 
section for a horn line. And you're thinking about ways to make equal size symmetrical shapes and all that stuff. You'll eventually want to change it to 81 brass. So because that's a nine by nine square. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, like, so, and that's and, math. But but like, why? Why stop there? You could still do that, though, couldn't you? You could. Like they're just well, developing well, the could. membership, the total membership by four, right? Here's well, you here's, can do that can now. Still have eighty-one regard, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, you can do that now. You you could do whatever you want now. So adjusting the membership so that you can just continue increasing the membership. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't have a problem with increasing membership, but but trying to justify it with, oh, now you'll have this many in this section and this many in this section. You're always yeah. going to want more. You're always going to want more. Right. Yeah. There's a fundamental. Yeah. This like piece a middle, because you're going to you're going to push it to where it's going to be one of those ridiculous like Allen, Texas, 700 kid bands. Nobody yeah. wants that. Hell yeah. <laughs> 700. <laughs> No, only Tarantula Jones wants that. I'm in. <laughs> to make it be short, I'm I'm for it. Like I'm fine with upping it by four. I think it gives a little bit more give and take there. But we showed Tarantula Jones like Fellini esque today, and I think that one of the takes we got for you that would like was that the whole stage was overwhelmingly large. Is that accurate? Like, well, it was. I mean, this is from you know somebody that doesn't know shit and just. But, you know, I enjoy what I enjoy. Like, if if I can tell that something has, like, plenty of, you know, effort put into it, it's cool. But, like, watching something like that and seeing, you know, a whole football field, like, in use, like, that many people moving, like, that many moving parts, it's a lot. So, mm-hmm. but then up, like, upping it to, what, four other? Adding four yeah, members. Adding four, adding people. four moving, like. Yeah, adding four other bodies to that. I, I mean, and they don't even necessarily need to be moving bodies. No, it could right. be four more pit members. It could yeah. be three more that's, backfield conductors. So that's jacking what's off on the back sideline. That's what's getting me pissed off. Is like I don't, I don't want a bigger pit. Yeah, it's already <laughs> massive. Yes, well, it's already <laughs> big as hell. Here's my problem with the whole thing. They just be standing there. I think it's based off kind of a false premise. There, you know, if you've been, if you're as old as me, yeah, because I'm old as fuck. I've I've watched every single video from the you know the bootleg 1972 on, and there's no such thing as a standard size for any single section. It hasn't existed. I mean, at one point it was six snares in the in the battery, and then it was seven, then it was ten. Now it's nine, and it's only nine because that works really well in WGI programming. You know, and squares. It comes from the Blue Stars. Blue Stars have a larger average size color guard. So they're trying to get more members to fill out the the music, the musicians. But that's a choice they've made in their programming. They've decided to have a very visual-centered program. So I really don't see how this will... Again, there's no standard size. There's no standard instrumentation. So I, I don't see why it's necessary. It's just going to be four more people that cores under them are going to have to somehow find money for to haul across the country. All right. So we've got uh, the first rule change down. Uh, it seems like we're kind of split here and there. It's just one of those things like three more members. All right, whatever. Fine. Fuck it. Have your way. Uh, what's rule? What's the next rule on the uh, rule change list? 
I don't know. I closed my second monitor. I got it. I got gotcha. you. Bookmarking my fucking porn, you shit feet. I got you covered like a Jimmy hat. Son. Did you at least bookmark the good stuff? This is no the <laughs> the point. The point of porn is that it's it's only good when it's new. <laughs> See, so I'm not gonna shit. bookmark shit. We are consistently opening up new levels of porn understandings here on Drunk. I don't know. I have like a greatest hits where like. How great is it that porn is like seasonal? Like they have like, you know, Halloween porn and Christmas porn. Scooby-Doo porn. So cool. Christmas porn is just with elves. And bows on cocks. Yeah, no, no, they barely try, but it's like, it's like funny that they, they like make an effort. And they okay. think they're making a real good effort yeah. too. They think they're people. <laughs> Look, the objects think they're people. Look, we know the phone is unplugged. It's a porn. Just, just, just bear with us. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Jeez. Oh my god. What are you doing? Why are you watching me do this? <laughs> okay. So here's the. Next I had rule. the next roll up. You savages. Go for it. <laughs> this is a big one. This is uh, this is kind of messed up. Uh, this is from Michael Cesario, whose name I can barely read without <laughs> just openly <laughs> laughing. <laughs> um, Outgoing DCI artistic yeah, director. Uh, this is him Outgoing. salting the ashes behind yeah. him. Uh, Prozel is extending World Championship Finals to 15 cores. No. 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 <laughs> I think we're such a hateful I mean, group of fucks. I know. I, I don't think that – I don't think this is a good idea because I think I think finals should be an exclusive group and I think it should be an achievement to get there. And yes. we are reducing the number of cores competing in world class every year because of issues with budgets, things like that. Um you know, the number of cores in world class is going down and opening up finals to more people kind of diminishes the, the impact of making it there, I guess. Yeah. Like 12 is already like half the halfway point. Yeah. Yeah. You know how hard it is to make it into finals? Very. That's mm-hmm. where the real fight lies. Yeah, the, the and mm-hmm. and it should be mm-hmm. like yeah. we say it every year that the real the real interesting competition happens between ten and yeah. fifteen. And another mm-hmm. thing that's worth noting is like, so let's look at all these finalist drum corps right now. So, how many finalist drum corps are there that we just kind of forget about, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, I, I'm not saying that they're bad, but at the same time, like. Opening that up is just going to make that gray texture that exists like mid finals even more gray. Like, why do we need to extend the gray? Yeah, like that seven, eight, yeah. nine, ten, eleven. Like those are just going to yeah. be. Mm-hmm. That's already kind of a generic area for a lot of things. You know, Blue Knights territory. Oh God, I was hoping not to mention yeah. them specifically, but that is exactly right. That is exactly <laughs> who I was thinking of. Well, I mean, back when we marched, the Glassmen were perennially in 11th place. Yeah. Like, so imagine them being middle of the pack or ish, like lower middle of the pack. But still, like, that's what the fuck. So there's there's a benefit to having an exclusive group that is the top 12 that it is difficult to get into. It causes the middle of the pack 11 to 19. Right. You're your blue stars to your Oregon crusaders to start actually like to be more competitive so that they can finally make it there. 
Mm-hmm. Right. The statement that's, that's that was good. given was to allow recognition of the level of achievement in all cores, especially those currently in the 11 to 15 positions. If I'm not mistaken, they already do the stadium. They do the broadcast in the theaters of those cores anyway, right? So they're already – I mean, a lot of pe- – those theater broadcasts have become a lot bigger. So those cores are already getting more recognition than – than they than they did previously. Like in years past, it was finals or nothing. Now, those sort of fringe cores get a chance to display what they're doing um, based on uh, what's going on in the theaters. So I feel like it's unnecessary to open finals up for that. Well, Jolly Green, the the important sentence of that of that statement that you just read is next to give added status to cores for use in local fundraising and general recruitment. So they can say they're a finalist core while having lowered the bar to oh, make sort of like how they score. You know, never mind. That was going to be way too dark. <laughs> well, no, I like how them. how the Rockies yeah. made the postseason this year because they added a second wild card position like several years ago. So they wouldn't have made the postseason later. They're not even moving the goalposts. They're just widening the goalpost, which is way worse. Exactly. Way worse. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, like, I get that, like, the number of cores in finals is an arbitrary number anyway. It's just the number of cores that you can fit from end zone to end zone with 10 yards each to form up for the finals retreat. So 12 is an arbitrary number. Fine. But extending it, I don't think really does anyone a service. I, and it's, it, I don't really think yep. finals should be as big as it is necessarily. I mean, and hear me out on this. Cores in 10th, 11th, 12th are not competing at the same level as Blue Devils, Carolina Crown, and Vanguard. Like, if anything, there should be a super finals. You know what I mean? Like, and they've, they've maybe set themselves up for that with the G7, I guess. I'm just kind of spitballing this. But extending it to top 15 means you have cores that definitely can't compete on the same level. So if you're going to extend that recognition, you're kind of diminishing what the people at the top are achieving, I think. Also, can you imagine after this rule passes next year being a core that makes finals? Oh. <laughs> like how awful is that going to feel? <laughs> so it's a, proposed, it's a proposed bumping it up to 15 from 12. Correct. Okay. So Correct. Give – Say we're working with you know the twelve finalists. Do, would you say that like the best core wins yeah. every time? Or would Out you of say those twelve, no, like no, no, because Jesus Christ, because the Here Blue Devils win. Right. I mean, it's a little. I mean, it's a little more subjective than like right. Like I, you know, I watch a lot of NBA, and in the NBA, like I would, I would say that like given how like the playoffs are arranged, the best team wins. Right. Oh, but, with the the playoff of the seating process. Right. So, but this is art. It is, and it's, that makes it more way more difficult. Yeah. Right. So you wouldn't say that it's no one's been like somebody who gets pushed out of finals is not being pushed out of taking yeah the first second third fourth place. If you score twelfth, you're not going to if like if you score twelfth on quarters and semis, you're not going to suddenly yeah. win on finals night. Right, mm-hmm. right. So yeah, it's not because so 13, 14, and 15, mm-hmm. like, what's yeah. right? What's the point? Right. Again, yeah. it's to say that you're a finalist core and you can go back to your home city and say, oh, hey, we made finals this year and get shit tons of money. But you won't get shit tons of money because you're going back to Casper. <laughs> <laughs> to a literal Ooh. toilet. Don't talk shit on Casper. <laughs> <laughs> 
California is going to have four to five uh, <laughs> finalist drum, drum cores with uh, Blue Devils, Vanguard, uh, Mandarins, and Pacific Crest, and Blue Devils B. Uh, yeah, exactly. BDB and Vanguard Cadets. Oh, shit. They would have made finals. If we, they really would have. If it was if, yeah, and if that, we open it up, they would be in finals. So we need to explain to our new guests that the Blue Devils have a B core. They have a JV. They, they have, have a JV like team. another one. Oh, they have a D league. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. The farm team. Yeah, oh, you're yeah. actually you're absolutely right. There is a farm team. There's a triple A, a double A, and a, a D league, a G league. Yeah. Is uh, that unique to them or do do um, other? It's unique to cores with money. Yeah, that's a great way of putting yes. it. Yes, and most yes, cores who have like cadet cores, save for the fucking cult cadets they're from dubuque they <laughs> so oh, i forgot about the fucking cult from Cal- like the santa clara vanguard has a b core the blue devils have a b and c core so they have a big core like the core that we watched earlier and then a b core and a c they have a d core. league and then they have like like a G- euro league yeah. it's a euro league that feeds into the d oh league God. or a d league they have midget wrestling basically but like their c core is basically like 10 year old kids yeah, and so they're breeding these kids up through their program. So if, if we if we open it's up finals, really, if we open up finals to like say fifteenth place, then you've got uh, your one and two, and then your one A and two A's. Yeah. So you're opening up to fifteenth, but you have two Blue Devils in finals and two Vanguards in finals. I think that's the argument. That's the the open shut case argument for yeah. no to open up to fifteenth is yeah. the, uh, the um. Yeah. They're really just opening it up so they can fit Blue Devils B and Vanguard. All right, so the next one is. Um, this is no scoring before July 1st from Will Pitts of Phantom Regiment. Hmm. Well, okay, so cores will be adjudicated with recorded commentary and critiques, but no scores will be assigned or announced. So let me just jump in on this one. As someone who has been affiliated with a core that we only go until early july july 3rd when's the uh yeah 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 july 3rd 4th like drums along the rockies i mean yeah and and to to maybe mid july like a lot of our a lot of our shit happens before july 1st so how are we going to i i know yes we have commentary critiques but without like it helps to have the number. It actually helps to have the number. And I see, I, I know a lot of times it seems so subjective, this, this number that we get, but it helps. Like there's, there's a, there's a genuine learning process that comes from getting and, each number in each category. Um, so I, I just think it's weird. I just think it's weird to say and and arbitrary July 1st. No scoring will happen before this day. So is that for oh, okay. World and, and Open this, Class, or is that just for one of them? The justification for this seems to be that they want to be able to make adjustments before they get scores. But, again, this is really only helping the top few cores where those couple of tenths are going to matter. Like, for everybody else, it's just like like Drums on the Rock said, it's kind of screwing the smaller cores out of a chance to be adjudicated properly. Yeah, and I don't know. It just—I don't think the fans would go for it because, as ravenous and stupid as the fans are, including the one inside my cranium, uh, it's you know fans want to know who's first, second, third, fourth, all the way to thirty-fourth. Hi, Pioneer, 
and they want to know by how much. And there are, there are fans there. I mean, you know what I mean. The fans that sit there and they run they run the stats and people and people track this every year. They want to know. I know people that just want to know drum scores or just want to know guard scores or just brass scores. Like it's important for every caption and it helps explain to the audience what's going on. If you just have it's like a, the you know the. At the end of the show, the drum major comes like, "You got first, you got second. It's like, "Yeah, but by how much? What does that mean?" Yeah, and I think this it, is right. just no, 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 no. This yeah. isn't even a placement. Drums down under. We're they're going full fucking. <laughs> Everyone gets a trophy. No, fuck this. No, absolutely not. Fuck yourself, kids. No, okay. You're, no, no, Drums no. Down under. What you're talking about we're getting to next, and we'll get there in a second. But this is just like before July first. Each core will get a critique and a commentary sheet, and that's it. No, no, no scores, no, Will, no placements, no nothing. Okay, I'm drunk enough now to say this shit. Will fucking Pitts he peaked at his career when he got stabbed on the field and didn't have to conduct the rest of the show. Okay, he's done such a shit job with all the rest of the design team at Phantom Regiment. It's in their best interests not to know where they place because their fans and alumni are so disappointed that they are sucking at the bottom, looking at double digits now when they should be in the top five. Fuck yourself. Yes. <laughs> yes. Holla fucking Hallelujah. That was that was good. That was good. So you're performing in judged exhibition until um, July first. But my favorite thing is thinking about it as a member perspective. Were you ever excited about your June score? Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a hill you have to get over. I know. Like, I it's know. a very important yes. part of it's a very important part of marching. I know. Is I know. that just garbage? 10 that you get i know it's like oh we opened up the season with a 58 oh that's yeah. cool we still make finals uh anyways <laughs> yeah now drums on the rocks you mentioned that we were getting to this one so if you want to take it or not is he live he's dead jim i hope he has a mouthful of liquor or, or Dave Nuts. He's not here to defend himself. Let's make fun of him. God damn it. God damn it. I'll, I'll jump in. All right. So this next one uh, hey, was what uh, Drums Down Under and Drums on the Rocks were alluding to. No scores, ordinals only, by our favorite guy, the uh, New Jersey Guido voice himself, G-Hop, Mr. Hopkins. Whoa. Hey. 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 Fucking Christ. Hey, walking in. <laughs> hey, hey. Yeah, well, Broad's got to have the right proportions. Yeah, please, Broad's get back oh, in the kitchen. Reminds me of that Frankie Sinatra song where he's beating his wife for burning the bolognese. <laughs> <laughs> so this this states instead of scores, this proposal calls for course to be ranked by ordinals, first, second, third, etc. Order of finish will be determined uh, based on ordinals, with general effect judge as the exception. They still assign scores. They will only be used for tie-breaking situations, though. So basically, everybody just gets, instead of getting a number, they just say which core was the best. This is so... Yeah, they just say first, second, or third. And here's the Bullshit. thing that makes no sense Bullshit. to me. With the, the boat that he's in right now, why the fuck would George Hopkins want to create a wider gray area for him to well, be no, slotted I, in? I think I know why. Yeah, seriously. Is rancid and like evilly competitive as he is, why does he want to give himself more room to just be like, ah, because, you'll be sixth for he- the rest of your shitty short life? No, because he's so far, he and the cadets are so far out of fourth or third 
that actually not yeah. giving a score. It, I was going to say him. it looks better. Like if he's in fifth and there's like a three point gap during finals, it's it doesn't look as bad. It, 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 it's completely. I mean, look at all like the point gaps that exist now in the activity. Yeah, they're subjective, but they also mean something. If someone gives you like an eighteen five in brass. You can kind of look at the score sheet and say, okay, I can I can understand why I got this number or why this judge thinks I deserve that number. But there are huge jumps between like, you know, I think last year it was like between like like seventh and eighth, and then there's always a huge gap between eleventh and twelfth. Like it doesn't help anyone. It's like, feel good, you're only you got thirteenth, you were right there. It's like, no, they were far fucking off. And that's no, and I can just imagine to fix your show and clean it up. You need to know where to focus. Give me everyone just a number. It's kind of millennial. Everyone gets a trophy bullshit. Don't feel bad. It's like, it doesn't help anybody. Yeah. The, the whole point, first point for first point, edit that out. First point I want to make is that you need to know where to improve. And so the individualized scores will say, Oh, Hey, our drums are slacking. Where can we improve that score? Or, Oh, Hey, our brass music individual score is slacking. All of our horns need to play. Holy fuck. What a concept. Secondly, I forgot. <laughs> oh, wait, I have another one. I think I you were on the third point, but you still said secondly. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So <laughs> secondly, one more time. <laughs> The best part of the rule to change to me is this. The on the record portion, if you look on the DCI.org website, yeah. you can just hear it being said in George Hopkins' voice. And I don't have like I don't have any more to say about the rule except that it's fucking stupid. But if you just listen to the on the record portion and just hear it from George Hopkins like fucking flabby shitty voice. As a guy who this, who, is, who receives emails from George Hopkins, they even wrote it out with his misuse of ellipses and commas and pauses exactly. and shit. That's the and it's fucking, fucking funniest. crazy. Oh my god. This eliminates the ability, more or less, for someone to spread big or someone to make no decisions. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so <there's Liana. laughs> All, All decisions are equal. Now, if someone wants to put someone in fifth in brass. Okay, that is a substantial decision, and that decision will weigh into the uh, total. Uh, what the fuck does that even mean? What is this guy talking about? <laughs> Jesus Christ, I, George Hawkins, take your five head and go home. I am so flabbergasted. Just like I know very little about George Hopkins, and but knowing the what I know about him, I'm flabbergasted that they, that they have not ousted him as core director. Like that's. It's so crazy to me that you can have someone in charge of an educational yeah, like, YEA. He's yeah, in yeah. charge of YEA too. And he doesn't understand Drum Corps International how to like spell. quoted him and put that on their website. Yeah. But on an official document of rule changes, they quoted him and put that there. Like he doesn't Jeez, know how to spell. He doesn't know how to use ellipses. I don't know that he's ever used a comma or anything. And he can't like he can't put th- like thoughts together. Like he's just not capable of communicating. <laughs> Jesus fucking It's Christ. bananas. And he's running YEA. He's running the cadets C2 uh, US bands. Too many things. Go back and listen to George. Whose dick uh, the- did he suck? Like, yeah. I'll tell you whose dick he sucked. His own. Let's move yeah, on to the basically. next one. Oh, wait. Uh, uh, Tarantula Jones, you had a thought real quick. No, it was, it was pretty stupid. All right. <laughs> well, uh, 
So the next one is just something about the annual rules Congress, and I really don't give a shit about that. <laughs> no, okay. So the the rule is to change the uh, to change it to an annual rules Congress. So I said this is something that happens every two years, where we reexamine the the rules every even numbered year. And so uh, Kevin Shaw of the Blue Knights suggests that this makes it every year. Oh boy, lots to unpack. So here, so. Let, let, let me let me say this. Uh, so change to a biennial process in recent years. This proposal calls for instructors and judges to come together on a yearly basis to discuss rules changes as parts of Drum Corps International's annual winter business meetings. This proposal specifies that even numbered years would be open to rules change proposals from the Corps. While in odd numbered years, the rules and system task force will be able to submit rules changes to allow for adjustments, amendments, and clarifications. So no new rules, just adjustments, amendments, and clarifications. That might actually be a good thing. Yeah, I'm actually totally yeah, on Especially board if this. you're letting motherfuckers like George Hopkins hold the talking car. I mean, like. Yeah, and Will Pitts. Yeah, holy fuck. <laughs> no, that, I'm, I'm totally on board. Like, that's actually, like, fucking good on you, Kevin Shaw. Way to legalize marijuana and then actually put that to good perspective and philosophical yeah. use. That's but that's about. that's actually a pretty good rule change. I thought you were going to say marijuana. I'm like, yeah, if there's anything that the rules yeah. in DCI need, it's a little bit of clarification for sure. Yeah. yeah. It can be both. system, you get one year to like run with the new rules, see how it affects the activity. And then the off season, you can have all the judges and people come in and say, okay, here's how we clarify this rule. So it best applies. I think, you know, yeah. that could work. I have nothing. I mean, this, I, I didn't want to, I didn't have anything to say because I can't yell about this. So why bother? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, no, it's it, not it, a particularly it, like sexy. Rule no, I want, change, you know, I want more sex and it's kind of bureaucratic, but like, yeah. Oh, tax reform. It's so Everyone dark. Gets a cut in tax. Anyway, review next one. Uh, this is a big <laughs> one, and this is this is brass amplification <laughs> limitations from Michael Martin of the Cavaliers. Oh, Currently, with no limits, cores are free to mic brass musicians as they wish, either individually or as a whole. This proposal calls for a limit on the number of brass musicians who could be amplified at any one time to be set at six. It is excessive, that but I'm glad that someone's considering putting a cap on it. It really does. Yeah. So is the, does that mean – is that to say that you can have six different microphones out or is that to say yes. that you can have – okay, so you could have a brass ensemble of eight play into one mic. Uh, I, you know, hold on. The, this rule change would still allow for amplification in soloists and small groups – enough to represent every instrument and two more, but would prohibit groups from being able to amplify entire brass lines, which dilutes one of the great identifiers for each brass section. I think, I think the idea is that individual solo mics would be set at six. Yeah, that's fine with me. I think that's and great. It makes, I'm glad that somebody finally said something about it. No, totally. And it makes sense to me that this is from the Cavaliers, who for the entirety of the 2000s yeah. were known as having a phenomenal brass sound, and but were never known for being loud. Right. The two. The, yeah. You can have both, you know, but sometimes it's one or the other and that's fine. It's really hard to have both. It is. But you go back and you listen to like Frameworks and Spin Cycle and 007 and The Machine and Samurai and all of them had phenomenal brass sound. They, they were the best horn line 
I I will say we're not going to have this discussion now, but they were the best horn line until they were not the best horn line in 2008. <sighs> I'm going to get salty for a second. I'm I'm going to I'm going <laughs> to <laughs> they were one of the best horn lines, but were never known as being the loudest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it makes total sense that someone from the Cavaliers is yeah. saying, hey, I, this shit is getting ridiculous. Let's pull it back a notch. No, it totally makes I sense. I concur. What do you got to say, Salad Bar? Uh, I was peeing, so I missed that entire conversation. I, no, God, I love you. Nobody tell him. Nobody tell him. <laughs> I'll say some shit. I'm having drug and sangria into it. I think it's really interesting that it's coming from the Cavaliers when, um, the, if that rule was in place right uh, for last season, the core who is nipping on their heels, Blue Coats, who's known for amping the whole goddamn thing, wouldn't be allowed to do that. It would probably change all their GE. And a core placed above them, Vanguard, who had a mic'd individual som- ensemble of like eight to ten people, wouldn't be allowed to do that either. Yeah, it is. Hmm interesting how they want to level the field in their favor. It makes sense for the Cavaliers. Definitely. And I really agree with what drums on the rocks was saying about that traditional Cavaliers brass uh, methodology of mezzo forte above all else. Um, That is one of the great things about drum corps, that sort of physical sound you can get from the ensemble. Um, And we've sort of proven that you don't need to mic brass nearly as much as pit percussion. And even so, the uh, the way that mics have been going the past couple of years, finals is really difficult to listen to because nobody ever has the balances right. And especially at smaller shows, because, uh, you know, if you're playing outdoors and whatnot, that totally screws with your ability to mic shit. Um, I think... No, you... you- Basically, if you're not in the press box, you're not getting a balanced sound because the brass is yeah. so mic'd these days. No, you bring up a good point. Stop is, putting is finals that, in a fucking dome. Well, yes, that. But but when we started uh, miking pit, like I'm not going to be one of those really old guys and be like, oh, miking pit was terrible. No, miking pit was all right. Like there there's there's genuine musicality that happens in the pit that we couldn't hear because they had to work on projecting. No, so it's fine to mic the pit. Oh, yeah. The problem is in 2007, 2008, when people started really upping the mics on the synth and, and the low end, that's when – and so people now feel the need to mic their brass lines, which is ridiculous because the reason we use Bell's Front Brass is because they project. So we're just going to – we've, we've mic'd the pit. We've upped the levels of the synth, so now we need to mic the brass line. And so now we need to, or, or, or cores have felt the need to increase the levels of the brass line, so we mic more of the brass line. <laughs> so the pit turns up, this and sooner or later, we're just going to end up with this cacophonous this, nuclear hellscape of sound this that is, we can't even fucking listen that to. That is my favorite shit. <laughs> oh my god. Cacophonous hellscapes. That's a... This is this is the Republican argument on why we can't have gay marriage. <laughs> we don't have wow, time to get into that. that Let's move on. Real quick. <laughs> Let's move on. Oh. On to the next one, uh, and I'll lead into it with. I was just saying, slippery slope arguments don't work, but at the same okay. time, there is 
uh, this uh, the next one is a brass two anyway. judge at large shows again from Michael Martin Cavaliers. Brass caption currently judged by single on field judge DCI tour events. This proposal calls for an additional brass judge to evaluate the core from an upstairs press box position at large regional events and the DCI World Championships. Um, I like that idea because I, 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 I never I never quite dug like on field judges for brass because yeah. you're not. The, the the individual sounds are always going to be a little bit weird when you're trying to play inside of a brass line, and the only way to properly, for at least as far as I know, to properly judge that is to sit up in the box and hear the whole ensemble like coming at you at once. Yeah. To clarify, this rule doesn't eliminate that judge. It adds the judge in the press box. So we still have the individual brass judge who's going to say, this person isn't playing with yes. the ensemble on the field. But there's also going to be that brass judge in the press box who's saying, the this ensemble plays well together. And I think that's a, a, a big, big part of the drum corps. Just, you know, how do you fit that whole ensemble together? Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, wow. Absolutely. We have... No, I'm totally yeah, on board. I am down. I am always down. All right. Yeah. yeah All right. We're down with that. Well, just from an outside perspective, it's like that's who's going to be listening to it is somebody that's like above. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, the next one is about percussion and judification. Uh, judification. That's totally a word. Um, <laughs> that's what you sound like. That's you. Judification. That's what's happening to your podcast right now. <laughs> Jewification. Hey, we need to become more multicultural. It's just a bunch of white dudes. So let's add a white. Let's add a white guy. <laughs> All right. So the next the next rule proposal is percussion adjudication and music analysis. Basically, remove the field percussion and ensemble no. percussion judges. Replace them with a percussion judge who will evaluate performances on the field. For no. the same reason I liked the last hmm. one. What good would that do? I, I Okay, so I, I don't know that it's written entirely in a way that makes sense. Okay, so the, yeah, because it's a percussion rule, and none of that. Like, have you ever met like a percussion staffer, or like somebody judges percussion? Like, everything is this weird, like, eh, but bipshi, bipshi, and then like just all this weird, yes. like in between stuff. But this is good because this in the left hand, and then you know this carries, and the brass line's just doing too much of this in the left hand, and then we heights. gotta go, yeah, heights. <laughs> The guy, that guy that you're pretending to be sounds really cool, but <laughs> probably works at Guitar Center. Yeah. He absolutely works at Guitar Center. Would you say that the percussion judges are height supremacists? So the second part of this rule is we'll create a music analysis to judge at large regional events. That wasn't a thing And already? DCI World Championship, I, who has a percussion I, focus. I don't know enough mm. about judging percussion to really know if this is good or bad or not. I, I, I'll i be honest. I not. This would be one where I'd ask like my percussion friends what they thought and what they needed, yeah. but I don't feel qualified yeah. to oh. really make a judgment. Hmm. I think we call Zobcast. Call Clark. Who's got a personal phone number shit. for someone who's eating dinner right now? You know, Let's call them. <laughs> drum speak. Yeah, I was going to say call up drum speak. All right, um, on to the next one. The last one, update the music analysis adjudication sheet. 
Ooh. And it's by Kevin Shaw, the Blue Knights, and it calls for the Rules and Systems Task Force to update the criteria used by adjudicators to evaluate music analysis based on discussion and feedback from the Music Caucus at the upcoming DCI Rules Congress. Basically, what it's saying is we should uh, take a look at the adjudication sheet. Oh, okay. Um, cool. Oh, I do like the on the record yeah, portion I'm included updated ver- uh, verbiage, verbiage. Yeah. Ver- <laughs> verbiage. It's supposed to be verbiage. Verbiage. Yes, it is. Verbiage. Who? I like verbiage. Verbiage. Yeah. I see a red door and I want oh it painted God. beige. Want it painted <laughs> verbiage. As as the drunk English teacher in the group, yes, verbiage. But also, uh, it's the very last part of that. Uh, specific feedback as it relates to electronics, <laughs> amplification, percussion, and brass. So I think that rule was specifically written for the things that we discussed earlier, which is the amplification, the microphones, all the synth shit. Also, it gives a, there's, <laughs> yeah, I'm sick and tired of BOA bass drops. Can we just fucking talk about that? I fucking hate BOA bass drops. I every fucking BOA band, fucking not too long band ago. is like drums on the rocks, and they had a solid couple of. <laughs> If I remember correctly. <laughs> hey. No. There was no. a dumb I I don't recall that. I think we were Please, in the stands together making fun of bands who did and that. What that is. And I think both our bands did yeah. that. Led dr- led drums down under speak. <laughs> oh yeah. So for the for the person in the in the call right now and anybody listening who doesn't know what this is, well if you don't know what this is, why are you here? But <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself, caller. Why are you here? So a BOA drop is basically when they allowed electronics. A lot of a lot of like bands and drum corps decided it was easier to add in a synth bass tone than it was to actually balance their musicians because they just want to be loud. And so, and a lot of these shows nowadays, you can absolutely hear just this kind of generic. Like, like they're playing a big old fucking church organ or something in their show. It's like, all of a sudden, it's like loud, loud, loud. Oh, holy shit. All of a sudden, there's this huge bass sound that comes out of nowhere, and it's not from the tubas. Where could it be from? It's really funny when there's like three tubas out there, and you hear that, and you're like, well, oh, okay, that's natural and realistic. It's getting to the point where some of them are like not even doing bass tones, they're doing bass and treble. <laughs> I like when it's used as like a space filler. Yeah. Cause like that, I totally was like, somebody was like, when we were designing the show, somebody was like, there's a big gap there. What do we do? And I just leaned into the band director and went, Ooh, <laughs> they're like, what? And I was like, put a fucking bass drop there. People will love it. And sure as shit, we put a bass drop on like a backfield turn and the entire Texas audience was like, Oh, oh yeah. hell yeah. Shit. Yeah, that shit's catnip to people who can't read here's, science. Here's the difference to me. The difference to me is uh, Cavaliers 2008 Samurai, where they did an actual like lip slur down a half step or a whole step, maybe. I don't know. But and then to yep. Blue Coats Tilt 2014, where it was all synth. Like yeah, they, they went down they, a fucking minor third. Yeah, but that's fucking like that was one guy with a switch. You can't bend a piss that far accurately. No, completely. No, I get it. 
the point is, like, <laughs> why would you even put that in and have the brass line try it? Because it was dope as fuck. <laughs> All right, cool. Oh, God. You know, thanks, Cheech. But w- we here in the music world are thinking about um, things that are actually possible. Oh, God. This, You're going to we here in the music this, world me? <laughs> right now? Yeah, that's fair. Is that that's what's happening? Fair. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I will unscrew your head and shit down your neck. You can't threaten me with a good time. Guys, you can't see, but he's like Superman. This, right is, this is the best thing that's ever happened. You're the music world. You're an English teacher in the music world. That's what you sound like. That's you. You that's know what? You. The Blue Devils don't move and play at the same time. They don't! This they is, do! Go watch Sweeney! This is gold. No! Jesus Christ! They don't fucking do that! They do! Have you watched so last show Metamorph? Last show Metamorph. Funny <laughs> we're in the backfield doing like parkour. How high are your glasses on your face right now? Are they on your forehead? Well, actually, like Jesus Christ! I am so happy right now. You're actually I am, this poor this man to death. This is fucking brilliant, man! Minutes. Oh my god! I'm crying. <laughs> I watched Fellini S today and I was completely ready to concede that the Blue Devils didn't move and play at the same time. And then I watched like multiple complete sprints across the field while they were doing shit that sounded really good. And I was like, oh my God, Drums on the Rocks is full of shit. Oh my God. No. Yes. <laughs> no. You were ready no. to concede. And then they did one thing. Oh, my no, God. They did a bunch of things. Congratulations. Republicans no. complained no, no, for no, eight no, years. No, no, and then oh they passed one thing. This is about bed, motherfucker. You <laughs> cop uh, All right. Out, son of a bitch. I am flying to the <laughs> That's fair. We can oh, cut that part out. I don't know no, why I keep no, it. No, that. That's so just good. funny to me. <laughs> that was gold. We're going to open with that shit. That's just. Days. Oh, us <laughs> screaming at each other is podcast. Okay, so <laughs> it would turn out. the best. The best part is, is um, I've completely forgotten about the rule change that we were talking about. It was about thinking about how wrong Rox is. <laughs> it's crazy how wrong he can be. That it just derails an entire. It's just fucking crazy podcast. how wrong. It, the original rule change uh, salad bar, if I may. Is it the Blue Devils have to yeah, move and let play? Him finish. Let him finish. <laughs> can he finish? Can he finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Um, no. The uh, it was about the 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 verbiage of uh, judging sheets, uh, specifically relating to synth and things like that. We were and talking think, about electronics. I think <laughs> no. How did I we do, get here? I do like the idea. I do think core should be punished if their electronics fuck up. Yes, absolutely, oh, yeah. absolutely. If you if forget somebody- to replace the batteries in somebody's microphone, Carolina <laughs> Crown. Excuse me, I had <laughs> I, I have a really bad cold. Um, then you should be punished for it. If you have some pants on head dipshit staff member who just doesn't open the thing and go, those batteries are dead, then you should be punished for it. If yeah. you can't hire anyone who can't put their socks on correctly and can't change batteries, then fuck you. Like, if I drop my horn at the beginning of the show and bend my valves and I can't play a solo, I'm going to get docked for that. Yeah. No, yeah, totally. Not that I've ever dropped a horn or fallen during the basics part. That's never happened. Oh, fuck you, youngins. I bent my horn in half during a show. I, I've, 
I definitely didn't do that in Stockton, California, and I definitely wasn't yelled at by my brass caption head. Totally. One of my favorite moments was uh, it was a year um, uh, a very very ginger mellophone player whom we all know uh, <laughs> old ass fuck That's not he's old as fuck yeah. his um I wonder what he's doing right old, now old man one of one of his uh, tuning slides fell out on a horn move during a drum break and he looked over to our uh, narcoleptic baritone player <laughs> they locked eyes and uh, narcoleptic love- baritone player yeah. They scissored each other with their eyes, uh, kicked his tuning slide back to him. He put it back in his horn and uh, made up the horns up on time for uh, the um, whatever break that was coming in. But it was was a really cool moment where it was like your 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 horn fell apart. You locked eyes with a stranger. You got to put back together and you didn't miss the attack. Good on you. That's that's phenomenal. Yeah, I, I, I think firmly in, in, in favor of punishing people who misuse electronics. All right. Final thoughts heading into January. Um, oh, God. I'm not going first. Let's uh, let's let drums uh, jump on the rocks. You take this one. You've got plenty to say today. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I've been sufficiently silenced by the fucking like BD hype train. So that's okay. fine. Okay. No, big. It's fine. They <laughs> move in place. Today's been run on you. <laughs> they're gonna. They're gonna run. They're gonna do their constantly risking absurd, like like bullshit running. That's cool. They're gonna do it better than Phantom did it in two thousand eight. No, that's no. That is for yeah, damn sure. Yeah, that's okay. for damn sure. No, I'll agree with yeah, you I'm on that. Too, it's still not marching. Let's be fair. But but. I, I will say it's always exciting to be coming up on a new season. We're going to get show announcements soon, uh, though probably late May, uh, based on current trends. That's probably fine. like late July, uh, no I think we'll get the show titles. We already have one show announcement. Yeah, we'll know what the shows are after World Championships. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Here's what our uh, show is called. <laughs> No, it's it's fun getting into a new year and, and starting to see all the all the staff shakeups and stuff. Maybe cadets will have an entirely new staff move to Boston. That's fine. Um, <laughs> it's always exciting. So I, I am excited to see what goes on this summer. Maybe the Blue Devils won't win. Who cares? All right. Uh, down under. Down under. Um, what was the question? Things to look forward to? Final thoughts. Yeah. Tw- uh, heading into January. Uh, is it January in Australia yet? No, it's 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 December twenty fourth, and I'm I'm drinking. So shush, but, shush. No, um, thought. Do they know it's Christmas? Uh, yes, Santa's going to show up. Is it um <laughs> with his his uh, team of white kangaroos pulling his ute? Um, which God, I wish I was making that up. That's that's a thing. Um, what was I saying? Anyway, things to look forward to going into January. Um, I'm going to be watching WGI to see what trends are, are going to happen in the summer activity or winter as it is here. If you watch WGI, especially color guard, you're going to see whatever's going to happen on the field. So that'll be interesting. Um, what else? Yeah, it's the it's dead part of the year. Nobody's doing anything. It's just core members getting fat and then complaining about how fat they've gotten. How did I get so fat? <laughs> Eat those emotions. <laughs> I don't understand why I was cut by my I mean, favorite. My, I guess finals by us at a point. Nom nom nom. <laughs> so, <sighs> oh mandarins. Oh, you did stuff. <laughs> no. Oh, oh wait, wait, wait. We did have one show announcement already. 
Oh god. Did you guys not see it? No. <laughs> the worst one, one world class core has announced. Guess guess who? It's 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 our favorite it's our favorite last place punching bags. They're doing something called Oh, it's Pioneer. I forgot about that. Pioneer doing Irish Dragons. I cannot wait for that 36th place show. It's going to be <laughs> All right. Mm, Jelly Green, you're up. Oh my god. Uh, I think uh you know we all do very good and uh we go on out and we do a real professional show, you know, this summer. So uh, everybody have to love each other. <laughs> and uh, that's uh, that's my Tommy Wiseau. And, uh, All right. Also, was, uh, oh. That was a solid. Also, yeah. uh, thank you. Um, You're welcome. Got to give a big plug to Lot Hype right here because, uh, like we said, top of the show, we're going to be helping them out with their Bracket Challenge broadcast. We're going to be providing a little commentary of our own. Make sure you hop on their Facebook page, follow along on their website um, to check out what they're doing with that. A lot of fun stuff happening. We'll be talking mad shit, just horrible, horrible things Ooh. being said. Uh, looking at, looking at oh, you, yeah. Academy. Hi. So hey, that's girl, hey, a lot of fun. Sh- <laughs> You're about to get fucked. Jesus. Uh, whoa. Whoa. So there, whoa. 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 It's a very aggressive stance. It'll be a real fun time. <laughs> Like that girl who was in that porn video who was an Academy member. Um, well, uh, looking forward to helping him out with all of that and uh, sure to support Lot Hype. Also, Clark, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> oh, I haven't. All right, KG, you're up. Um, go. Be- um, I wanted to mention this at the, at the beginning of the podcast, but I'll close with it. To those of you who say that we don't give a shit about the activity, we're just relentlessly mean, especially uh, Especially drums down under. You get a lot of that heat. I do. But today I woke up a little ill and I was scrolling through the old time hop and I saw something that I retweeted from you. And the tweet read, today I told my parents a few years ago that I was going to march my age out year of drum corps and they kicked me out of the house. It's true. They did. And you know what? If you're listening to this podcast and you think that we don't give a shit about drum corps or performance or art or DCI, you can go fuck yourself. I concur. Yeah. Yeah, find find a group of find a group of people who care about the activity more than we do. I mean, we really do care. We may be drunk and mean, but we give many fucks. Mm-hmm. We we're holding the activity. whole bucket of fucks. Yeah, but if you go ahead, you listen to our drunk mean advice, you'll be better. That's the whole point. <laughs> Being nice about it never made it better. I was going to say, my sister never would have marched baritone. No, excuse me. My sister euphonium. never. My sister never would have marched euphonium for two years had we not have been oh, drunk yeah. and mean. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because I was at that camp and she picked up a baritone and I berated her because we made a drunken agreement and she loved it. Like, yeah. and now she's part of that crew. Of angry low brass people who hurt, and we're just like you bitch ass baritone playing motherfucker. Yup, <laughs> low brass mafia baby. All right, uh, Tarantula Jones, I'm going to give you the final thought on this episode of Drunk Core International podcast. Uh, thanks for being our special guest. Your thoughts heading into the next year. Well, thanks very much for having me. I mean, you know, I've been listening. I've been listening to this podcast like pretty much from the jump and like, am I the only one who's amazed can, that we've had yes. a listener from the beginning? Yeah. It's me. Yes. Yes. No, but on the real, like it's evident, like 
from the get-go that like this is something you guys care about and like yeah be it like you know you you call out somebody for shitty behavior or even like this episode you know we got into like the minutiae of rule changes and stuff and i don't know i think it's really cool i think it's really cool that you care about something that i quite enjoy listening to you guys like argue about <laughs> we do and uh <laughs> something that i know very little about <laughs> what a funny a story fun. cool anyway how's your sex life so we, we yeah, raised this yeah, last yeah. shot of taka all right, we've got uh, the last remnants of this, what oh, used to man. be a full bottle of Taka. Oh, it is geez. now empty. The boys are back in town. Jolly Green, can you do us a kindness? Oh, there it is. There it is, there it gents. Is. Raise them up high. Oh, yeah. This has been Drunk Core International Woo! Podcast. Praise him. Merry Christmas. Praise Happy, Christmas. Happy New Year, wherever you are listening. Happy Hanukkah. Thank you so much. I'm sorry, uh, I, I called you a different... No, I didn't. You anti-Semitic fuck. I'm sorry. Happy <laughs> He's, not, He's sorry. not sorry. He's never been sorry. Everything for- is terrible. Ever Everyone else is a hellish thing. This has been Trump Corps International Podcast. Good night.